Are you ready? Boom, boom. Hello, ballers, and a pro fist to you all for Friday, the first drama time of the new year. Sweet Moses, sweet Jesus. 2019 is upon us. The fireworks were shining bright. There was an EU flag, though, mate. Mate, mate, in the UK and London at the fireworks, there was an EU flag. Who did that? Who did that, though? Are you trying to start some shit, getting all political and that? We're supposed to pretend it didn't exist. You know what I mean? Weren't even in Europe, mate. Weren't even there. Don't even know what you're on about. Fucking Brexit or whatever. You're making shit up. UK don't need no help. We're, we're good, us. We're all right. Fuck you. Fuck you and your mum. You know what I mean? Well, ladies and gentlemen, the pure and anti-toxic preacher. Yes, indeed. Whew. The debate internally, the struggle is real. Of what would be the first 2019 video. We're going to start strong because we're going to eliminate toxicity this year. I'm on it. I'm on it. I got this. I fucking got this, boys. Just give me give me like six months. All while toxicity will be gone. And that doesn't mean, mean you can meme hard that that's because the game will be dead. No. We're going to cure it from the inside. We're going to cure it from the inside. We're going in strong. Right? It might be because we've played a lot of Souls recently. And that a lot of pe a lot of the characters in there consume the the nastiness of others to, in order to make them better. Maybe it's that I'm gonna drink the black blood of toxicity. I'm gonna I'm gonna slurp it down from the WoW community. We're coming strong. We're coming positive, but not in like a lame way where we all talk in like a some sort of scumbag ASMR voice. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're doing it the preach way, which means we're coming in hard and eliminating and murdering. I hope you all had a wonderful 2019, uh, 2018 New Year's. And for those of you who chilled the fuck out, that's all good. That's all good. But drama time is exempt. <laughs> drama time is exempt, right? Because naturally, naturally, it has to be a little bit different in drama time. Because, of course, as many people do believe, all the drama time stories are, of course, my own. Um, I uh, these all happened to me every single last one of them every single last one of them I would like to say we had a wonderful drama time story the last drama story of 2018 uh, featuring our girl and the cringe fiesta that was the creepy stalker who did get in contact after the story and 100% accepted let me uh, read her words to you <clears throat> I will read her words to you yay you read my story the chat had me dying. Well done, chat. Well played. Uh, yes, it is all true. I was 100% an e-slut. <laughs> I probably deserved everything that happened to me. No. No. You didn't. You really didn't. You didn't. I didn't take any screenshots back then. You couldn't take screenshots on your phone. Plus, I didn't even think about it. But I wish I had the text to show you from a psycho mom. I didn't call the cops because I was scared that my parents would find out that I had basically told this guy to come here in a cryptic way and part of me felt bad for him because he was so desperate and ugly. Feels bad. <clears throat> now, he has sent me the man's Facebook page, which I'm not going to open. <laughs> and apparently we requested tit pics. Always a meme. Please don't ever do that. No. My wife runs this email. Like, I don't want that in my life. I don't. I don't. It's just a joke. Just a joke. You know, I hate private servers. It's just a joke. I couldn't care less. Seriously, I couldn't care less. Just don't don't send any. 
Uh, I don't. Also, I don't think my husband would not, uh, would appreciate me sharing that. XD smiley face. But she did send me a picture of what she looked like at the time. I can give you guys a. There's a filter on it. It's definitely a girl, <laughs> but there is filtering, and uh, zang. Well played, well played, and thank you for getting back in contact. XD, XD, show the bobs, show the bobs, show the bobs, share the bobs with the world. Uh, okay, <clears throat> I'm not showing it, no. God, you guys are thirsty, you're on the internet, so easy. It's so, you're online right now. Doesn't matter where you are, you can fix this, right. New Year kindness. It's a little short story, but this is what I want to be the first little story of the year. New Year kindness. Because we're all kind people here. Aren't we? <laughs> it's not the same. Why do you feel like you know the author? Because you know this one story, which may or may not have been altered in some way by me for the sake of entertainment. But you, you, you feel like you know them, right? Like, you know, basically you're best mates now, right? And therefore... Seeing the picture makes it more real. Makes it more real, right? Is that what it is? Is that the story? She's a gamer, Mike. A gamer. She owns a keyboard and a mouse. And a mouse. Okay. <laughs> I need one name for like two seconds. Uh, let's not waste a Patreon name on this. Let's go with Siren. Siren, where's the law? We miss him. We've been talking about him today. Where is he? Where's my schnitzel? I miss my schnitzel. Very much. Fix it. All right. I need my schnitzel. I do. Okay. <clears throat> Holler Preacher. I've been watching your show for a while on the YouTubes. And I wanted to write you a little short story about what happened on New Year's Eve this year. I've been playing on and off since the Burning Crusade and have many tales to tell. But I have no motivation. <laughs> I have not had the motivation to send any of them off to you. So this will be my first. Oh. I work shifts and manage to get the 5.30am start on New Year's Day. F. Big F. Although, as I said many times, I used to intentionally always work New Year's Eve. Every time. When we were managing the nightclubs, when I was doing the managing the nightclubs, I would always work New Year's Eve. Because New Year's Eve doesn't mean a whole lot to me. And there's a lot of green to be made. Yeah? If you're a good man around the bar, you can make a lot of money. It's good fun. And then you get to party afterwards with all your friends. It's very cool. So I recommend it. <clears throat> I recommend it. Okay. As you can imagine, me being a young adult, young, hung, and ready to sprung, I was not pleased with this turn of events. I would not be swayed from having a good time. Oh, no. Me, my flatmate, and a good friend of mine decided there's only one plan. One plan. We're going to stay in and play World of Warcraft. Yes. Yes. This is the plan. We've got it. <laughs> We're going to have a really good time. Let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stay in. We're going to play WoW. Yeah? Warfronts. Islands. The whole business. Yeah? World quests. Maybe. If we've got time. All right? Maybe even a dungeon, but let's not push it. Let's not push it. And just after mid midnight, I would call it a night and get some sleep before work. All right? The Chinese was ordered. No details on what was ordered, boys. Descriptions, people. Did you have spring rolls? What kind of sauce? We want to know. Snacks were brought. So it's just a bunch of food. I was currently leveling... <clears throat> A female dwarf prop warrior. 
on a new server as my old server was dying a horrible death. I wanted to experience what it's like to play on a populated server. Oh, wow. <laughs> What the fuck happened, man? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play on a realm with other players. It's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. It's going to be such a fucking play. <laughs> oh my God, what happened? <laughs> Isn't that sad? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to play on a server with other players. Oh, man. I know what you might say about my choice of race and gender. I never said anything. These motherfuckers over here, though. Mm. But in all honesty, it was just for the bants. It was for the bants. We're a female dwarf prop warrior for the bants. I'm currently in a guild for the first time since Miss of Pandaria. And they seem very friendly, but don't worry, I'm looking for red lights. Yeah, don't abandon ship as soon as something seems off, right? Every guild's got a dickhead in it. Mine's got loads. Like... Well, there's Serenius... Um, well, that's about it. Well, yeah. Every guild's got one. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> Midnight closes in. Midnight closes in. And we think, fuck it. We dive down to the local pub for a cheeky beer with the boys as we decide to fuck WoW off <laughs> and go and turn in Midnight with the lads. Well played. I returned home shortly after and then logged on my warrior into Dalaran to browse slash two to see if there was any fresh bants going around for the new year. Immediately, I see a rogue by the name of Stabby. Stabby. Two Bs for Stabby. Yes, I know. This was his actual name. <clears throat> Stabby. Two Bs. Nice. Spamming in chat that he was giving away. Wait for it. Hold on to your cum for a second. A thousand gold. A thousand gold to the first person that could reach him above Ironforge Auction House. As I had just bought Artisan Riding for four and a half thousand gold, I was pretty broke. <laughs> you only had five thousand gold? What? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's making me really sad. What the fuck? You've been playing since Mists of Pandaria and you've only got 5,000 gold? Ah, shit. <clears throat> How much gold do you guys got? I've got about a mil and a half at the moment, which is pretty low. <laughs> at least in my world. Do I, do I sit on an ivory throne? Do I sit above the world? <laughs> I know, right? Like, 6 mil, 4 mil, 5 mil, a mil. 20k? What the fuck? How do you get 20k? <clears throat> 30k? Oh, you're buying your game time? Okay, 5k. No, you don't, Scott. <laughs> I owe money to the blacksmith. <laughs> 25k. You guys need to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. Guild gambling. Yeah, I just want to point... This is a side story, but I just want to point out F for our boy Nups, who lost 160,000 gold in about two minutes in last week's raid. Feels bad, dude. Although, 90k of it is in my pocket. So, what are you going to do? <laughs> Woo! I did lose 93k to someone else, though. Bastard. <laughs> I did lose 93k. <laughs> I lost 93k and won 91k back in about two minutes. Awesome. Awesome stuff, boys. Awesome stuff. Anyway. 
Along with the fact that it was a new server to be on. Okay, so it's a new server. He's got limited funds and lusted for free gold. So it's a fresh character. That explains his pauperism. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going with it. Pauperism. So off I race to Iron Forge using the portals provided and my newly purchased 280% flying. At first I flew to the top of the bank and thought maybe he had been phased as I could not see him. As I read the message again though, I turned and saw him sitting atop the Iron Forge auction house. I flew to him, dismounted and went down onto one knee and in slash yell said, feed me gold. And the nice rogue wished me a happy new year. And gave me that a thousand gold. He actually paid up. That's big. Moments after my arrival, though, a capped druid appeared upon the auction house. The rogue regrettably informed him that I had been the first one here, and unfortunately, he would not be receiving any gold. Before I even knew what I was thinking, I traded that druid the thousand gold. Because after all, it's a thousand gold. It's a thousand gold. I could make more easily. The druid was so thankful. His guildless little owl. And the rogue heard what I had done. And the rogue traded me 12 silver bars and 26 gold bars. <sighs> I'm going to be honest with you. I had no fucking idea what I was supposed to do with these bars, but I thanked him anyway for the gesture. A moment later, <laughs> a moment later, I received a whisper from the druid asking me how far away from 101 I was. Two bars, I replied. And a few seconds later, I received a trade from the druid, gifting me a level 101 item, level 147 pair. B-O-E wrists. Hey. 2019, y'all. Yeah? 2019, y'all. It was an unexpected kindness. I would probably replace them in about 20 minutes, but the thought behind it meant a lot, right? All three of us said goodbye, and we parted ways. And sitting here writing this now on the first day of 2019 is giving me more motivation to write more stories and go into tomorrow feeling better. <sighs> I want to tell you about the Healing Hunter and my RBG fails and I'll type them up for you. Thank you for reading my tale. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. 2019, fuckers. So now I expect all of you to be carrying BOEs with you at all times. That will be the first story of 2019. See the way it made him happier the next day? See that? He went to bed feeling good, feeling strong, woke up happy, smiles, motivated, getting shit done, putting work behind the door. Boom. Seal it. Stamp it. Send it home. That's what it's about. Right, let's get fucked up. Way back to normal drama. <clears throat> uh, ooh. Oh, I, do, I was going to put Siren in. All right, I owe you, I owe you a favour, Siren, I suppose. If you find my cuddle schnitzel. Uh, okay. <laughs> yes. All right, Siren, you could be our granny. You could be our granny. Now, Siren could be our granny. <clears throat> I need to work on my granny voice. Hopefully I can nail it down. I recorded too much yesterday. My voice is fucked. I actually feel like I want to die. Uh, okay. 
Now, the, each of these characters comes with a little description. Okay. <laughs> okay. <sighs> right, we need a beast of a guy. That will be Scott. Scott, you're a beast. Yeah? 46-inch biceps. A 20, Let's describe Scott. A 28-year-old guy who was a beast at the game. He did a lot of high-end game content runs, which was the focus of our guild. But he would also, you know what, help out casual players in our guild and our alliance. So this story's going to take place in Guild Wars. Don't worry, it doesn't get into any nerd shit about Guild Wars with fucking fairy, fake, flower alley or whatever the shit it was last time. But it's all GG. Uh, we need... <clears throat> we need Ozma. Ozma's in. Ozma will be a minor character. Uh, a monk. <laughs> oh, those are... T okay, those don't really have a big part in the story. That's okay. So we'll use other names for those. Uh, let's have... Ooh, we need girls. We need girls. We need... Uh, Ozma, you... Okay, Ozma will be this monk. My 12-year-old best friend... Oh, my God. Ozma is a gladiator. Ooh. My 12-year-old be best in-game friend from California who is extremely shy, but when he was around me, we became the most obnoxious people in Ventrilo. Oh, How nice. Siren! The Elementalist. <sighs> A 50 to 55 year old pharmacist from Iowa who had mastered the roles of online, female, predator, and victim. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's our girl right there. We need another girl. Uh, let's go with Flower. I'm guessing. I'm just going to guess. I'm just going to guess. Uh, Flower. Uh, oh, that's you. Okay. Okay, Flower. A 38-year-old recently divorced MILF. If I was into the opposite sex, who was dating the first officer, <gasps> and eventually moved to Can from Canada to Murica to marry the first officer... Also like my second mum during these days. Hmm. Aw, second mum. Very nice. And we need one more. We need a man. We need a man-man. And we're going to go with Graham. Hopefully this fits on. I'll let you close. Uh, Graham, a ranger. Ooh. A <clears throat> oh, this is the beast. Okay, this is the beast of the guy. Nice. Okay, I think we've got everybody. Nice. Awesome. Okie dokie. Are we ready? Right, we need two guild names, live chat. That's your job. We need two guild names. Because we're going to be talking about a really good idea that Guild Wild has called Alliances. Mmm. Very, very cool. Alright then. Hello, Preacher. I've been a long-time fan since the Miss of Pandaria days. And I've always appreciated your class guys' discussions. And of course, Drama Friday. <laughs> Why come on a chest all the time? Why is it always come on a chest? <laughs> come on a chest and cheesecake. Okay. <clears throat> I've been a long time fan since the Mr. Pandaria days and always appreciated your class guides discussions and of course Drama Friday I've recently decided to go ahead and write in a few stories to you about some of the drama I have experienced over my 15 years or so of playing the games I've had my fair share of drama from my early days of RuneScape at age 11 to my days of Guild Wars 1 when I was 13 to around 17 and finally, over the past eight-ish years in a world of Warcraft. While I'm submitting these stories to you, I'm actually primarily doing it as a sort of way to remember the long, strange trip 
I have had gaming and reflect on the bonds have made in game with many people. It's very deep. For like, I mean, it's very deep. I'm just going to leave it there. Many of the people I've been in guilds with, I keep in touch with on the social medias over a decade later. The first story I decided to submit was funny at the time. It still makes me and my friends laugh 13 years later. But thinking back on it, this woman, this woman <clears throat> was very creepy and way too desperate. Let's cast our minds back, ladies and gentlemen, to 2007, 2008. And in the game, Guild Wars 1. Before I get to the main part of the story, I'm going to do my best to summarize some of the relevant aspects of the game and also set you up for the big tale. I am sure you have heard the story of Little Red Riding Hood, the wolf in Grandma's clothing. It is pretty comparable to the star of our story. In Guild Wars, guilds were allowed to form an alliance with other guilds. There was a separate chat channel for your alliance where all members of each guild in the alliance could talk and the alliance I was in also had a, a unified ventrilo server. My guild was come on a chest. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, we need a name for the alliance okay the bringers of darkness that sounds about right let's have the alliance called bringers of darkness so the alliance has a name as well on top of that <clears throat> come on a chest and it was part of the bringers of darkness alliance with other guilds such as what was it cheesecake <laughs> my guild leader was flower a recently divorced mother in Canada. Come on a chest had been through a brand new reformation following our guild leader's divorce. Oh my god, the guild went through the divorce? Jesus Christ. Since her husband had been the guild leader before the divorce. Oh no. Oh my god. <laughs> and one of the main reasons for her divorce was her online relationship with our first officer, Graham. Fucking Graham. Bang! Yeah? Showing that Canadian what's what. Say sorry. Say sorry. Prior to this story taking place, I had been an officer in the guild before its reformation. And at the beginning, however, I took a little break from the game to focus on school and tennis. Maximum focus on tennis. Which brings us to the beginning. My return to the game. When I started playing Guild Wars again, it was during summer break. I was 13! We got a horny boy. And struggling with accepting the fact that I was Kappa Pride. Oh, a man loves the dick. The game was a place I felt comfortable in. Right? Flower was almost like a second mum to me since my mum was a single parent who worked all the time. And while I was still in the closet with my sexuality, I was also in the closet with my nerdiness. No one knew I was a gamer in high school or in college. And very few people know now. Why? I like video games. What? 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 I like to imagine <laughs> that you consider the gaming like something to keep more hidden. <laughs> like someone walks in on you with a 3DS, right? And they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, I'm looking at gay porn. It's gay porn. I swear to God. And it's like, no, it's not. It's fucking Mario, isn't it? It's Mario, you dirty gamer. Like, is that what the situation is? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It feels that way, right? <laughs> it feels that way. It took 45 minutes to get to my school, so summers were pretty lonely. 
Since I was at an age where my friends and I could not drive. Oh, can't drive. I was also a little twat back in the days, and I'm still a little twat, but a bit more self-aware. I enjoy positions of power. Man's on top. Maybe it's short man syndrome. Oh, hey, little fella, don't worry about it. You have your little... I'm joking, I'm joking. I have a lot of small friends. I've got two kids, all right? Height's not a big deal for me. I'm 6'2", motherfucker. You know what I mean, right? Don't get shot with me, Mr. Frodo. <laughs> oh, it's mean, right? It's mean. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway. <clears throat> but besides the point, when I returned from my break, I found that I had been demoted and come on a chest. And to be honest with you, you would have thought that the freaking sky was falling had you been on our vent server. And to make matters worse, my best friend in game, my bestest friend, Scott. A shy kid, a year younger than me, who wouldn't even talk at first invent until I harassed him enough to eventually speak. He was the officer. 13-year-old, frustrated, self-entitled, little prick me had a full-on temper tantrum meltdown to anybody who would listen. <laughs> so as I am a role... Officer, does officer mean a lot to you guys? Does it? Or is it a pain in the ass? Those of you who have been an officer in a guild, did it mean a lot to you at some point? It did to me. It did. In vanilla... I felt like I had found some sort of sacred land when I found that dark green chest uh, text. When I saw it appear on my screen, the dark green text, I was like, oh my god. All this is going on. It's a total pain in the ass. Like, it's never again. I don't want it again either. Like, no. I just want to play the game, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> the first, though, I was really into it. I thought I was, I thought it was like amazing. I was such an amazing. Officer chat can be great until you're all bitching about one person, but also can't kick them. So you're like, I fucking hate this guy so much, but we really need him right now. I know, and I fucking hate that guy. That's Officer chat in a nutshell. Okay. <clears throat> so as I am a roller coaster of rage and crying in Ventrilo, my manipulative tendencies take over, and I decide to start talk, trying to make flower for you feel guilty so i go into my own channel invent making a point sat on his own and continue playing the game what a cunt anybody join those channels where there's one guy sat on his own i assume they kind of want to be on their own although they've made themselves publicly available i feel like you're asking me to go what's wrong and i have one rule in life i'm never going to ask you what's wrong unless you come and ask me about it first if you've got a problem let's, let's have a chat that's fine but if you're going to sit in a fucking room on your own waiting for me fuck off no way <clears throat> not happening not happening and i refuse refuse to speak to flower scott or graham when they joined my channel siren has joined the channel Someone from a guild in our alliance joins the channel. A player I had never met. Siren. Siren started talking. The first thing I noticed that Siren was a woman. 
And the second thing I noticed was that she sounded old. And not like old in a southern marmar way, but old in like a Hansel and Gretel get in, get in my oven, dearie, way. A calm, almost sickly sweet voice that you could just smell old people on. She was babbling on saying, hello, hello. And I'm still in the fuck everyone binge, yeah? Fuck off. Don't even want to be here. Yeah, I joined it all on my own, but I don't even want to be here. Yeah, I could disconnect, but I don't want to do that either. So fuck off, yeah? Leave me alone. So I ignored Siren. Siren starts going on about, I don't think she can hear me. She doesn't think she's plugged her headset in right. Even though I actually hadn't said a word. I've got to be honest, it broke me. She kept going on about her headset must be broken or something must be wrong with vent. So eventually I gave in and I spoke to Siren. That's them old people. Got you by the bollocks, man. Never trust an old lady. She's got you fucking, she's got you sussed. When I say I spoke to Siren, what I really mean is that I vented to Siren. I vented so hard that you would have potentially mistook me for a 29-year-old girl going through a quarter midlife crisis. (laughs) Binging expired Valentine's Day chocolates and ice cream, losing it to her unsympathetic best friend, all because she got ghosted for the 23rd time on Tinder. Hell of a description. It's a hell of a description, boys. Siren, however, did not view my rant like that. Siren agreed with me. Siren thought I had good reason to be upset and it wasn't right of flower to demote me because I seemed like a natural leader. Based on what, Siren? Fucking hell. A natural leader? He just bitched at you for being demoted. He's 13. I felt like I had met a good new friend. A good new friend. She saw the good inside me. She knew that I shouldn't have been demoted. My new friend might be decrepit. Might not understand how her headset works. And might sound like she is rapidly approaching the early stages of dementia. But by God, my new friend knows that I should not have been demoted in this alliance. Oh, no, 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 no. When I logged in the next day, I checked the guild roster. And what's this? What is this? I'm an officer again. I am back to where I belong. Flower asked me to join her in voice chat, so I did. She told me that after I'd logged off, Siren came into the channel and laid the fuck into her because demoting me was harsh and she, Flower, needed to be more understanding of people's lives and schedules and that not everything revolves around Guild Wars 1. That's Siren. That's Siren. Flora Flora essentially told me that she decided to promote me back to officer because she knew I was active IRL in the summers. And that I enjoy... Oh, and I was active in game in the summers a lot more. And I enjoy helping new members. I'm a good player to do runs with. And that Siren's little speech didn't really have any effect on the matter, right? It was nothing to do with that, guys. 
it was fine. Just because it coincidentally happened immediately after what Siren said, it's nothing to do with that. Totally unrelated. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which at that point, I was pretty much, whatevs. Yeah, sure, I'll be officer. Didn't even care. You know what I mean? I had been promoted. Who cares what how it happened? Flower also took the opportunity to tell me, and by the way, be careful around Siren. She's not as dumb as she acts. And that a couple who leads her guild have already had to talk to Siren a few times about how she acts, how she behaves, and she needs to stop causing drama in the guild and the alliance. She then told me she would even have some uh, that she had had some issues with her while I had been gone. She said she said that Siren would constantly ask Graham to help her with simple runs, solo runs, the equivalent of doing a normal world quest. Or would ask him how to do things outside of the game with social media, technology, changing bulbs, putting shelves up, things like that. She said that oftentimes when Graham would help her with runs, that Bree, uh, that what's she called? Flower would tag along, and that Simon would ignore her, or take jabs at her, and that if Graham said he was going to tag along sometimes, Simon would just say that she would complete it later. Mm. Mm. After I stopped acting like a twat and apologised for being jelly of my friend Scott, we were back to being inseparable. The glue is back. We were doing all the high-end runs. Up to our usual obnoxious antics in voice. We were the best healing buddies again. Well, my new slightly ancient friend also got to know Scott. And they became friends. We would help her out with stuff in game. Would chat with her in voice. I thought, you know what? Siren's a nice old lady. She's good. She's the kind of old lady that carries mints. And I like that kind of old lady. Mints. Eventually, she wanted us to be able to put a face with her voice and asked, is it okay if she emailed us a picture of her? Sure. So we gave Siren our email addresses. Well, the picture she sent us was exactly what my hopes and dreams were made of. If my hopes and dreams consisted of a very elderly woman with bleach blonde hair in an oversized white turtleneck who looked like she was about to break her hip from taking the picture and needed the power of attorney placing her into an assisted living. We felt it was only courteous to send her a picture of us back so she could also put her face to the voice. So we sent random pictures. But shortly after this, 13, by the way. Shortly after this, <laughs> Siren started to change. <clears throat> Instead of talking in the Gildar Alliance chat, she started messaging me privately, talking about how she didn't think Scott should come on some of our runs because I don't think he enjoys playing with me because I'm bad at the game game i assured her scott doesn't think that but she said she just doesn't like the feeling she gets when we're all together i told her it wasn't the case and i'll talk to him about it 
Siren, no, no, no. Siren quickly asked me, don't say anything to him because she didn't want to make it awkward. Right? Don't bring it up. It's not a big deal. Let's just never play with your best friend again. All right? Don't talk to him about it. That's a waste of time. So I agreed. I won't say anything. But I really don't think he thinks that. We enjoyed helping her. So I started playing more with Siren, even when Scott was there. Sometimes it would all three of us be in the same voice channel, but she would ignore Scott and just talk to me. She started giving me a lot of gold, some rare items. She was very generous. And she said she appreciated my help. Because deep down she knew that she was bad. And that I'd probably prefer playing with Scott. So hopefully this makes it worthwhile. What a kind old lady. Scott had always been on the quiet side. He's a good bro though, yeah? Big fist. And was a hell of fun to play with once you got to know him a bit. When we were around each other, we would both really... We brought out each other out of our shells. I was the first person to get into talking voice. We both healed. We were both pretty fucking good. Eventually, we became a little competitive in game, both socially and socially. We stopped playing more together because Siren had told me that she felt uncomfortable and judged by Scott. And maybe Scott's a bit of an elitist, you know? As it turned out, or would turn out, one reason we'd also stopped playing together was because, as she had told Scott, <clears throat> I had told Siren, apparently, that Scott was a pretty shitty player. And if we all played together, it was going to take us too much time to get anything done with Scott in the group. Now, I didn't know that Siren had sent this message over to my friend Scott, but of course... I would find out. She also said that she doesn't think that that's a thing at all. That she doesn't think. It's not her opinion. Everything goes fine when Scott's there. But maybe, maybe the reason that I wasn't playing with Scott as much was because I was still bitter about Scott being an officer. Because he's easier to get along with than I am. And that's probably why I didn't want to play with Scott anymore. That must be the reason that Siren told him. Siren at this point was doing the best job at dividing the dynamic duo by using old people tricks. The weeks continued with a wedge between me and Scott. But while I was listening to a talk about how she can't figure out how to find Skype on the internet and didn't know that the missions and dungeons had a hard mode, all the while thinking, I wish Scott was here. I like Scott. Siren's so mind-numbingly mind boring to play with. But I'm a good guy because Siren needs help. And Siren feels inferior when Scott's around. And at the same time, Scott was thinking that I was calling him a shitlord and didn't want to play with him. And it culminated, of course. The group run from hell. Siren's new revelation that you could in fact complete missions in hard mode led her on a new conquest, a new goal to actually do the hard mode mission. 
while still acting like she had never seen anything that resembled a keyboard since the invention of the typewriter. So to complete this newfound experience, she had to go back. She had to get help. Back to Graham. Graham, knowing what a task actually completing hard mode missions that Siren wanted to do were hard, hard, hard. He knew he couldn't do it as a lone soldier. He called upon the team. We brought in Flower and a couple of others. Let's get this done. The group was assembled. In Guild Wars, monks were not the only classes that could res players. Each class could take on a secondary class and use skills from that class as well. For instance, a warrior could take monk as a secondary and bring rebirth and each class had a resurrection signet, a one-time resurrection spell that would reset after a boss kill. However, if your entire party dies, then you will fail the mission and be returned back to the mission outpost, requiring you to start all over again. We enter the dungeon. Everything's going pretty smooth for the most part. That is until, of course, our favorite golden girl, Siren, runs straight into a mob, past the mob, into the boss, with the boss trash. At this point, Siren's dead. And the members of the group who are actually trying are rapidly losing health when we hear the reasoning for why this has occurred. I'm sorry, Graham. I'm not sure what happened. I think it was my lag. I hit my auto run key by accident and I forgot which key is auto run. So I couldn't stop running. Classic. Classic error. We've all seen it. It's a regular occurrence with any gamer, right? It's a re- it's not toxic and I don't want you guys to think that this is a person who should be spurned, who should be turned away from enjoying group content. Group content. Because that's not true. <clears throat> that's not true. It's a simple accident that can happen to anybody. We got super close to wiping after spending probably 40 minutes or so suffering through this dungeon with some all-around weird tension between me, Scott, Flower, and Siren. Of course, Siren had acted like <laughs> like Flower was the henchman AI the entire time and had not said a single word to her. Well, surprisingly, we didn't wipe. It's hard to say who actually saved the day healing-wise because logs didn't exist in Guild Wars, but me, Scott, and someone else were all three pretty goddamn good. However, Scott had some different skill choices than our other friend, or I had taken, and I noticed that those were placed on some of our members at crucial moments. I told him, great job. I saw what you did there. And this was the first time that I found out there was a problem. When my boy, my bond, my brother, my healing bro said to me, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Uh. Wow. While I was trying to figure out where the fuck that came from, our dead group members were being resurrected. Siren last. And we hear, Thank you, Graham. <clears throat> Was me. Thank you, Scott. I didn't res you. Oh. Well, thank you, Arthur. I didn't res you either. Thank you, other friend. 
I don't even have res. Uh, flower piped up. Uh, Siren, aren't you going to thank me? No response. Thank you, Graham, for getting this mission done for me. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> what a fucking bitch. <laughs> Went through the entire party, just skips over this one person, just blanks them completely. Oh, well. Thanks, Graham. <laughs> Good time. That's cold-blooded as fuck, though. That is cold as ice. I love that shit. Following probably one of the most awkward group conversations I have ever had in voice, I decided to figure out why Scott was acting like I was a huge piece of shit and why he hadn't responded to anything I had sent him over the past few weeks. My mouth, and I'll be honest with you, my mouth can get me in trouble sometimes. And I was worried that maybe I'd said some fucking bants, you know what I mean? I'd said something in jest and he took it the wrong way and never called me out on it at the time. So two 13-year-olds were about to man up and put two and two together. And we did put two and two together. Siren later messages me to thank me for helping out. And to let me know that... Scott was out of line for how he spoke to me earlier, don't you think? Oh, she's capitalizing. I love this girl. So good. I asked her... Yeah. Yeah, it was weird of Scott to just say that to me. I mean, we've been bros for years. That was strange, wasn't it, Siren? It was weird. Oh, he just told me to go fuck myself randomly. Huh. Why Why do you think, Siren, why do you think he would behave that way? And she responded. I think he's jealous. He doesn't like us spending so much time playing together. I blew a fucking fuse. My last messages to Siren were like this. You know what? Me and Scott have realized you are a really weird old bitch. Okay, we're going 13-year-old insults. Are you ready? Someone might get called a fucking trash panda here. We know that you like spending hours a day playing with a 12 and 13-year-old, and we're not sure why. It's really fucking creepy now we've thought about it. On top of that, you lied to both me and Scott so that the other wouldn't be with us. And I only put up with you because I thought you were old and didn't understand what the fuck was going on. But me and Scott, me and Scott have had a powwow. Yeah, a fucking powwow. And we've talked. And you gave us a lot of shit that someone who didn't know how to play would not have been able to get so easy. You constantly want to play with me or with Graham and act like you can't do any of this game by yourself because you need to spend time alone with us. You're really old and it is really fucking weird. Well, you know what? You're a whiny brat who always has to be the center of attention. You need to grow up, otherwise you're going to continue in life to be a shitty person. And no one will ever want to be around you. I've seen plenty of people like you, and you're going to end up alone. <clears throat> Granny gone dark, boys. Granny's gone fucking dark. Oh, yeah? Well, you're going to spend the rest of your life alone. Every day. Alone. 
I hope you have plenty of young guys around you while you're losing your mind in the nursing home. Maybe some of the male nurses will help you bathe since you're at the age where you can't even wipe your own ass. Bam. I'm actually not sure if you even currently know how to do that. If the game is anything like real life for you. Or you better hope it's a male nurse because the female ones will probably just leave you in your own shit since that's how you treat other girls. And then I did the only thing I could do because I had to be the one who would win. <laughs> I blocked her before she could reply. Got him! Yeah! Boom! Apparently, Siren screenshotted everything I said and she sent it to our alliance leader who was super fucking chill. And he didn't give a fuck. He sent it all to Flower, and she said she'd never been prouder of me. Siren then went ballistic when her guild leaders didn't do a goddamn thing. She was told, actually, that it might be better for her to leave, because she's making it uncomfortable for everybody else. Yeah, probably best if you leave, actually, Siren. The story ended up a little longer than it takes to tell it in person, but it's one of my favorites to this day. Me and Scott still bring it up every now and again when we catch up. I still keep in regular contact with Flower and Graham on the social media. They got married a year or two after our interesting summer with Siren and have been together the entire time. Scott and I met up this year. He was my first friend I met in an online game and the first friend I met up with in IRL that I had met in a game. I lied to everyone and told them it was my cousin since I'm still a closet gamer. What are you... Where do you live? Where? Help me, chat. Where do we live in the world right now? One of you must... Does any of you live in this place where playing games is something you have to keep secret? To the point where you make up fictional family members? Where? Where is this? Texas? Why? What's wrong with playing games in Texas? Why Texas? I don't get it. The South? There's plenty of people who... Are you all closet gamers? A football state like Texas. Break the mold! Stand up for your rights! Wear a Cuphead t-shirt. And then the next day, wear a Meat Boy t-shirt. Then a Hollow Knight t-shirt, right? And then something edgy AF, like a Souls t-shirt, right? Something real over the top. And then fucking drop the mic. Drop the mic with a Yoshi t-shirt, right? Come in strong like you won it at McDonald's. Put it on. Loud and proud. Loud and proud. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> Me, Scott, and someone else also hope to visit Flower and Graham one day. As for Siren, well, <sighs> Siren, she should really be at the age where the nursing home is a reality. <laughs> If you're the honest like this one, I've got a few other like devil's share. I promise I'll try and keep them a bit briefer. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Mama said, Mama said games are the worst. The absolute worst. Oh my god. Come on, man. We can do this. You can be good people, I believe. Okay, let's do a quick one. Anybody know what the maximum amount of times you can die in a Mythic Plus is? Does anybody know? I don't think there's a cap. <clears throat> What's the dungeon you would expect to be the worst? Take some guesses. 
420. How quick were you on that, Gemma? <laughs> what dungeon? Name the dungeon, not the number. Mm, okay. Anybody like to take a guess <laughs> at the Mythic Plus level where this happens? <laughs> I called it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anybody like to go? <laughs> shrine 2. <laughs> shrine 2. The Shrining. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, man. Ah. Uh... Let me, uh, yeah, I've got this. There's a, there's a screenshot that comes with this. Uh, an actual screenshot that comes with this to prove it because you guys are like, no, <laughs> no. Let's go with Don. You'll need one name. <laughs> 114 deaths. Uh, okay. <clears throat> we have a proof. Why do you think this happened? Let's be nerdy for a bit because I, you know. I like it. I like it. Why do you think this happened? There is a common theme throughout this as to why this happened. Taliesin was tanking. I've never seen Taliesin tank. I might need to witness that. I might need to witness that. Uh, new tank. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. Everyone's got their horrible, horrible situations. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Preacher and audience, this is the story of how my group died 114 times in a Mythic plus 2 Shrine of the Storm. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, man. Hello there, Preacher! I am writing to you from the country of meatballs and big boobs. Sweet. <laughs> Team Ikea. Popping. I've watched Drama Time for around three years now, and I fucking love it. I've played WoW since the day the Burning Crusade released. So I spent my childhood leveling new characters to level 20 just to delete them. Sadly enough, with my 11-year experience and 18-year-old brain, you're 18. This, this was a rough one. I hope you enjoy. This is the story of how me and two friends managed to get 114 deaths in a Mythic Plus 2. If the language is trash, it's because it's late when I'm writing this and I feel sick after this terrible experience with some edits and stuff just before I send it. I hope you can enjoy it. This takes place at the beginning of the expansion around Uldir release. So that's... How long did it take us to get Uldir? Was it three weeks? Or four? Was it longer than that? I can't remember. It's like three or four weeks, right? Something like that. Okay. <laughs> the day, of course started great and i was having a blast in bfa as we all were at the launch of bfa to be honest as we all were me and my friends did a mythic 2 the last day of the reset and i got some sweet sweet 360 boots pleb fucking noob man <laughs> fucking noob <clears throat> yeah i know that's terrible but we're terrible so it was great for me boo <laughs> boo 360 well it's less than a war front <laughs> oh my god this guy went through 114 deaths for a 360 item. I got 390 yesterday uh, for joining a warfront as it was about to finish. 
Think about it. Think about it. <clears throat> I was enjoying the reset. I did the world boss and got nothing, but it was some fresh stuff, so it was all good. After that, I did my fancy warfronts to get my full 340 set. Ah, oh, the uncapped warfront spam. You remember when you could take in them scruffy alts? And the alliance were mad, weren't they, boys? Do you remember? Remember the alliance were all angry. This isn't fair. They've got all their characters. People were just... Do you remember people spam leveled? Like, it just capped a load of characters and got them all to 340. Fucking funny. It probably took me 20 of that. You did 20 warfronts. It took me 20 warfronts, but it was worth so I could go past the nasty item level block that exists in the pug world. You did 20 warfronts to get 340 item levels so you'd have an easier time pugging. Like, that's the most suicidal line of text I've ever read. Oh my god, that's depressing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I need to do 20 warfronts so I can pug. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible, man. That fucking feels bad right there. Okay. <clears throat> and I actually did stuff in half of them, at least. <laughs> he actually helped in at least half of them. But now for the dungeon itself. Let's go inside. Shrine of the Storms. It started off great. So we need to picture ourselves in the Shrine of the Storm as we progress through this dungeon. <clears throat> Our merry band of adventurers consisted of me, a warrior, my buddy, a rogue, and a shaman, and two randoms, a hunter and a paladin. So a pretty sweet setup. Maybe one ranged, unless the shaman... Oh, the shaman's going to be healing. Yeah, so we've got a warrior, uh, two melee. Oh, the paladin could be the healer as well. I don't know. We killed the first pack easily. First room done. And then we went down the stairs. And then we went down the stairs. And we were going to the water elemental. <laughs> I accidentally pulled the water elemental and we wiped so fast. <laughs> so, so fast. And again, we wiped. But after the second, you wiped twice to the water elemental. How are you still in the dungeon? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's still in the dungeon. Anyway, we wiped twice to the water elemental. <clears throat> but the third time, the third time, we took that sucker down. And we proceeded smoothly to the first boss we started up the fight and almost immediately our healer went flying off the spawn of the fat guy so we wiped then we wiped and i watched in slow motion as all our dps's got charged and away they flew <laughs> now okay so our guy's a warrior tank so this is a pre 8.1 warrior tank feels bad <laughs> and i as a tank didn't know what the fuck was going on. But I didn't think it was my fault, at least. It's probably not me. I don't think I got these guys killed. We're good. I, I don't think it was me. It took us several attempts. But the water boss died. We got there. However, the mob directly after the boss had some sort of caster in it with a lot of HP that killed us all. <laughs> I have got no clue, but she killed us again. So we had two wipes immediately after the boss. Oh, sweet Jesus. At this point, I wonder what this thing is on the floor. Looks good. Seems good, right? Seems good. This thing on the floor that the casters stood in, it's probably a debuff, right? <laughs> At this point, we were up to 40 total deaths. 40 total deaths. 
we've killed one boss. <clears throat> 40. Going great so far, you might think. I don't want to tell you about every single cause of a wipe because a lot of it is random deaths and random packs. So, we're now past that mob. We've got a little corridor with a staircase. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't think it was possible to die in this corridor, so I pulled everything thinking it was basic trash mobs. I think I lined of sight my healer and I died a horrible death <laughs> and all the enemies came up and killed everybody. So at this point, <clears throat> our shaman pointed out that our boy the rogue has mass stealth. So we're going to stealth past the corridor. We all went into stealth and quickly saw that basically every elite had stealth detection. Which made us really sad, realizing we were going to have to clear this again. <laughs> no! <laughs> I like the rogue didn't even check. <laughs> my stealth! It's on my bars! We, have you checked? Can we even do it? You, all you do is you press stealth and just go and look down the corridor like you can tell. My stealth though! I've seen it on a stream! Fucking raiders are using my stealth in like every dungeon, mate. Like under our... F. But, yeah, my stealth, though. I got this, boys. <clears throat> okay. It made us pretty sad. So, we made it to the mobs in front of the second boss. So, to picture in your mind, it's the curved stairs with, like, three patrols. Right? With all the little trash enemies you can blow up in one living bomb. I saw that they had low HP for the most part. So, it would be fine, I thought. <clears throat> But it had some not-so-sneaky patrols in front of them. They are very hard to see, right? <laughs> they are very hard to see. They blend into the background. They're tricky. They're very tricky. They are camouflaged, one could say. And apparently, this was a problem that my sad little 18-year-old brain just couldn't comprehend. <clears throat> so I charged into the ones on the way up just to see a hunter pet running to a totally separate enemy. Hmm. Smart. <clears throat> that then aggroed the patrolling guys. So I quickly started thunderclapping to grab aggro and everything to notice that I had also pulled the other patrol. This caused yet another wipe. <clears throat> so now it was the big struggle of the dungeon. We came back, we went slow, we managed to get through the trash. But now we had the council. Brother Iron Hull with his meat cleaver and his big dick basics and Gale Caller Faye. With an interruptible lightning bolt. The first wipe was a complete disaster. I think in total I saw two or maybe three interrupts. Before I died from the guy's 100% increased damage. That I didn't even realise was actually happening. <laughs> Should take note of that as the tank. <laughs> Something to be aware of as the tank. But now you know. Right? Now you know. <clears throat> but I didn't want to say... Then that's why I died. So I suggested that we needed more interrupts. <laughs> Shit. Uh, more interrupts and we got it. This time we did better. We got the girl down to 95%. <clears throat> and then we wiped again. Something was wrong. Our shaman checked the wonderful adventure guide. See? Dungeon Journal coming in strong, boys. 
He noticed what the problem was. It was something about the 100% damage in the lightning bolt. Something like that. So, we're going to try it again. This time, I'm going to kite the guy. Only to find out that there was more to this fight than we initially thought. Both of them had a zone that they got everyone inside some sweet-ass buffs. But we still wiped. Fourth time the charm. We've got this. We've had practice. We've seen it. It's good. We died. I'm not sure how, but we didn't win. I even asked my friends, and no one in the group knew how we died either. Tricky. How are we going to solve this problem? Don't know. (laughs) Why did we die? Not sure. Okay. Let's do it again then. A fifth time. Everything went like a charm. We got the haste zone for ourselves while the boss was on me and our DPS did great. But we encountered a new spell, a tricky spell, a spell that couldn't be interrupted. It did damage to us. I am, of course, talking about the dreaded blessing of the Tempest. I don't think this was a problem until the fifth time, at least. No one mentioned it. But suddenly, our DPS started taking way, way too much damage, and our healer instantly died. We didn't know what was happening. What is this mystery? Hmm. Back to the dungeon journal. We all started looking through the guide. We were preparing for what we thought was the final attempt on the boss. But our dreams were not to be as fulfilled. We got slaughtered very quickly on the next pull. But on try seven, motherfuckers, we got it. We fucking did it. Try number seven. We fucking got there, dudes. We're there. We're in. Two down. Now. Now comes the most feared part for my friends. My two friends who I was with, they had been in this dungeon before. Their group had fell apart at this point. I actually don't know the name and I'm too lazy to check it, but the woman covered in darkness before the bridge was dangerous, to say the least. They had some sort of black magic. (laughs) It's not voodoo. (laughs) I mean, he can mouse over it. What the fuck? She has some sort of black magic or something. And we were too lazy to figure out what it was. So we wiped twice. And then we decided to use our secret weapon. My stealth. Get in there. We ran for the gate. But we didn't manage to get past the last sorcerer. By this time, I managed to figure out that the dark circle around you spread to other players if they were hit. And with this knowledge, we killed them. We got there. Now we're on the bridge, just running through some undead. We had our morale from the previous victory and thought that this was going to be easy now. We're on our way. (sighs) Tentacle hentai. (laughs) It slapped us down. (sighs) We decided that there needed to be more damage in order to defeat the tentacle hentai. So we regrouped and we sat and waited for all our cooldowns. (laughs) We managed to kill them. With only two or three deaths. Excuse me. And we decided to push on. We didn't want to kill the rest of the small trash, so we once again used group stealth. It seemed like a good idea until our rogue used grappling hook to get to the boss faster. (laughs) And the rest of us lost stealth 
and we had to kill yet another pack. But we didn't die. We managed to survive. We managed to survive. <laughs> uh, our stealth just grappled away. The third boss. Lord Stormsong. I roared a mighty roar as I charged upon him to realize shortly that one of my friends was mind controlled. And we didn't know how it worked. What is this? What is this mind control? You guessed it, another wipe. None of the DPS accidentally switched to the other target at all. They just stayed on the bus. I love it. I've seen it happen in groups where they're just like, I don't know. It's probably something somebody else has to deal with. Two more wipes. (laughs) But the fourth try, ladies and gentlemen, the fourth try was fucking glorious. It was glorious. Me, the warrior, my brother, the shaman, and a random hunter survived all the mechanics by a sliver of HP. Lord Stormsong fell. We were so hyped. The morale was up like never before. We swam down the water on the way to the next boss. And this, Preacher, I don't think I can even put into words how bad we played this fight. I wish I had footage of it, but I think it's best for the world that this stays just in our memories. We died to the silence field. We died during the phase where the group had to kill a Shah-looking thing and two mind readers. We died to everything this boss did. This boss is what took us all the way to that magic number of 114 deaths. I don't know how many wipes it was, but it was many. If anyone in your beautiful chat wants to calculate it, they're free to do so. But here's the worst thing. Here's the worst thing. We never even killed it. In many ways, he's still there today. Our hunter gave up after death 90 or 95. So we tried to get a new guy to join us, but Blizzard cursed this system and didn't let us invite another. In the end, we didn't get our 345 mythic quality loot. Volzith will probably be in my nightmares when I go to sleep tonight, and he has the right to do so. This was my story of how bad WoW players can really be. I never thought of myself as a terrible player, just a not-that-good player. But after this, I'll probably just go and do pet battles. Or, there is a theme throughout your story... Find out what's happening. I know you play a warrior. And your temptation is to continuously smash your face into it until it falls down. And if it doesn't fall down, to come back and smash your face harder. But there is another way. There is. I will tell you of the promised land and I will stand on my pulpit and I will tell you now. You can find out what's actually happening in there. And believe me, when you do, it's so much easier. Here is the screenshot to prove our legitimacy of these heroes who stood tall and stood proud with 114 deaths to their names in the level 2 Shrine of the Storm. I didn't even know that the number can overlap the actual box. 
That's <laughs> it can go so high. Blizzard never even suspected it to happen. Look, it overhangs the image. The actual border they've made for the dungeon, it overhangs it. They're like, really? <laughs> never give up or do give up. Oh, do give up. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to the end of drama time for this week. I hope you've enjoyed our story of old grannies, wipes in shrine, and just general kindness among strangers as we go into 2019. Thank you so much for spending your afternoon with me. I hope you've had a great week, and I hope you have a great weekend coming up for you. I hope you do something fun. I will be around. All right. If I'm going to be streaming, I'll tweet it out if we're going to be continuing with some Blumbard or something along those lines. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you once again. Thank you for a great week. I will see you again on Monday at the latest. Monday at the latest. Be good. Bye-bye.